Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, or Dwight Powell? Who is the best center in the game of basketball right now? I'm going to talk about that question. The Mavericks bounce back win against the Rockets in the week ahead that could determine a lot for the Mavericks. And this is Locked On Mavericks don't believe you shouldn't be here welcome to locked on mavs this is one of your co-hosts isaac harris contributor to mavs.com and today i'm riding solo to talk about this rockets win bounce back win for the mavs over the rockets because do we even acknowledge that wednesday night happened i don't i don't want to acknowledge that it happened so let's just say it was after the Utah game. This is their first game back. But if you didn't listen to yesterday's pod, listen to Nick and Lauren Gunn. Great podcast yesterday. And I'm with you tonight to talk about this Rockets uh, bounce back fun win. It's always good when you beat the Rockets, right? But uh, we got to talk about somebody just right, right off the top. Because around this time, every single year, every year around this time, um, we talk about the resurrection of a person, of uh, of a man, right? Like, and this man is, you know, he, like people know about him all throughout the year, but he doesn't really get the national like attention or people don't talk about him as much until this time of year, whenever it's time for the resurrection. And of course, I'm talking about Dwight Powell. Spring Dwight Somebody, somebody tweeted at me tonight and said, Lent, Lent Powell. And I I chuckled. I thought it was a funny tweet. Um, I don't think a lot of people would really, some people might get it. Some people might, I don't know. Um, but anyway, spring Dwight, March Dwight, April Dwight, whatever we want to call Dwight Powell. It all culminated to this massive Dwight Powell game, tying a, uh, <laughs> a record amount of points for him in this game. Dwight Powell tonight, let me just read this off. 26 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, 9 of 11 from the field, and night in a plus 19 in the game. Of course, the Mavericks won this game 113 to 100. It really was, I mean, that's closer than what the game really was. Uh, Dwight had 22 points and 10 rebounds in the first half. He's only scored over 16 points uh, three times in his whole career. And I just want to do a, do a, just a little, a little clap for him, a little clap for him, because in, in all honesty, if you guys have, uh, maybe you're new to lockdown Mavs. Uh, maybe this is your first show ever. We do this thing daily and after every single post game, normally there's a pod every single, uh, Monday weekday of the week, Monday through Friday. And then if there's a game over the weekend, you obviously get a post game pod like this. There's normally two of us. The better half is taken tonight off. And uh, you, you're stuck with me tonight. But so Dwight, it's the relationship from me as a media person with Dwight has been so complicated because they get Dwight in the trade with Rondo. And he's kind of like the throw in, right? He's this younger guy from Boston. and But everything is about Rondo. It's just we just see his name attached to the deal. I mean, think of 
It, just think about the Porzingis deal, right? Like there were names attached, you know, to that deal. It's like the Trey Burke of the Porzingis deal. It's like, yeah, we got Porzingis from the Knicks. Oh, okay, yeah, Trey Burke was in that deal too. Dwight was in the Rondo trade, and he comes to the Mavericks and he starts off. You know, he he slowly starts to establish his role, uh, his presence within the organization. Obviously, Dirk was here then, and then he gets that extension. And when he got the extension, I was pretty like straightforward of like, wow, does he like deserve this extension? Right. Like, and even to the point to where like some people would like label me as the Dwight hater at times, because I'm like, man, I don't, I just don't know. Like, and then they try to make him a stretch five. And it's like, you're not a stretch five. He's not a, a good shooter. And then it was like, it, it's like, keeps on going around this circle because then they changed his role. And then it was the ongoing like joke that we made on the pod of like, yes. Oh. My wife's texting me right now. And then it was the ongoing joke of, hey, they changed his role. So that's why he's playing good, which was the truth. But it's I kind of like leaned on it of like, hey, it's only because they changed his role. And they basically said, hey, can you just stop? We're not going to make you a stretch five. We just want you to be good at what you do, which is rolling to the rim. And man, is he good at that? Is he good at hustling? Is he good at setting picks? Like this is he is the type of teammate that every team wants. Last year, and, and so of course he starts to play. You know, he plays better. He earns his spot on the team. He's earns. He starts earning his his extension money that he made. And then there's that Clippers game, January 2020, and the the Clippers game um, that I actually talked with him about last year. And it, back last year from Abs.com, I did this uh, kind of profile feature story on him. It's called how Dwight uh, Dwight Powell bounced back and got his bounce back. And I just want to talk with him. I wanted to talk with him about his rehab because it was in that January 2020 game against the Clippers that he goes down. He tears his Achilles and you see the team. You see the look on their faces because Dwight means so much to this team. And he he fought and he worked his butt off so hard for a guy who relies so much on his athleticism to come back and to be a part of this team and to play at the level that he was at before. And I, I just remember, I talked with him over the phone. That was obviously 2020, so we couldn't uh, talk in person. But we talked for a while over the phone. And just to hear about his recovery, hear about everything. And I talked to different players on the team. And Brunson had this quote that I put in the story. And, and Brunson said about Dwight. I said, what does Dwight mean to this team? He says, JB says, more than I can even explain. He does a lot for us from a mentality standpoint. He means more than is shown. That is a fact. And there's very few people that you can go around a team and you can get, you can see it in their eyes when they want to talk about him as a teammate. That it's not just a coincidence that when we heard about the leadership council and we heard about Luca and KP and 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 Tim, these guys on on the leadership council, that they wanted Dwight to start because they know the the work that Dwight puts in, but also. They know the effectiveness of Dwight as the rim roller playing with Luka Doncic and what a chemistry these two guys have built. Like, I mean, talking about the gamble of when they traded KP, they bet on, they also bet on Dwight Powell of being a capable five, a capable starting center for the rest of this way. And to go into the play and say, hey, we're going to brace this small ball, but we're also embracing the small ball because we believe in Dwight Powell that he can hold his ground. We believe that he can be so efficient as a roller on offense that it will negate the other deficiencies out there. That 
We think his chemistry with with Luca. We think that he is capable enough as a defender that we can play the small ball switchy stuff. And whenever teams want to go small, that he can at least stand his ground defensively. And I just want to say hats off to this guy because it was just January 2020 that he tears his Achilles and we're like, dang, is he ever going to be able to jump like he did before? Is he ever, is he going to be like what Dwight Powell was before? And I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm not going to say and try to analyze, Oh, is he 98% of what he was or 82% of what he was before? But I'm pretty confident in saying how, how like he is close to that because how they started the game tonight, Luca. I mean, is bucket after bucket after bucket. Just, I mean, this is the this and even Harp asked Dwight after the game. He was the Bally, you know, player with the headphones and said, "What about your your chemistry with Luca? You guys have built this so much, and it's going so well." And he's like, "Man, I've learned so much from Luca." Of course, Dwight, being the teammate that he is, deflects the Luca. He's like, "He just makes my life easier. I know where he wants me to catch it. I know where to go." And they just have that chemistry. And what an important part to this team that Dwight is playing. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. We'll see what happens in the playoffs and all of that. It's just you don't find too many guys that is so universally liked around, around the team like Dwight Powell. And it's like even in that story that I wrote for Mavs.com, I, I, I talked to Cuban about it. And him and Cuban and Carlisle, Rick was obviously there at the time I did the story. It was like he represents who this – Powell stands. This is what Rick Rick said. Powell stands for who we want to be as a team and an organization. And it's not it, it's not just a coincidence that Dwight Powell is rising up the games played, you know, charts uh, for the Mavs at of all time. Like he's going to keep on playing. It's crazy that he's been a Maverick for so long. But I just want to shout out him. This was a career game for him. This is some of the best. Ba- I mean, guys, we saw we saw a post up from Dwight. A post up from Dwight Powell. So uh, I just want to say shout out to him. He had a monster game. They brought him back in towards the end of the game. I mean, Shingun is literally having nightmares tonight about this guy. And uh, I just, he deserves the credit. He deserves the praise. The team loves him. Luka Doncic loves him. And uh, I'm happy for him as a dude, even though this is coming from somebody that I was wrong. Like I, I didn't think when they handed him that extension, I was like, Mavericks are going to regret that in a year or so and that's why i was i was critical of it then and i'm eating my crow now i was wrong on dwight and i'm so happy that he's succeeding in dallas right now coming up after the break i want to talk about the rest of this game a few things about the game a few things about luca but also i think there's a a few games coming up that could define what we think the ceiling is for the dallas mavericks this pod is brought to you by betonline.net. It's that time of the year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it's not just basketball. Even though it has a lot of basketball. March Madness, Selection Sunday, coming up really, really soon. So, uh, guys... We need to get in on betonline.net. It is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Somebody tell Calvin Ridley about betonline.net. It's where the game starts. 
This pod's also brought to you by Built Bar. I had a Built Bar today. I've had a Built Bar for three straight days because I'm trying to get back eating healthier and it helps me throughout my days. I love Built Bar. You guys know how much, we, I mean, we've literally talked about Built Bar for literally years. That's not even an exaggeration. Have you tried the puffs though? I actually have, I have a puff right here in front of me, uh, a Built Bar puff. puff. <laughs> have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of the Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. Fancy. They're fluffy like a marshmallow. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. Guys, these bar, they have so many different flavors. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. New for this month is white chocolate cookies and cream. Actually sounds pretty good. It's low calorie, high, high protein. Replace the candy bars. Replace the candy bars you're eating with these. Go to build.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. All right, something failed, scared me. If you want one more thing about Dwight, John Robert Biggs tweeted at me during the game. He said, We need some stats on average face hits per game. Powell has because it has to be over two a game. I actually looked this up. Cylinderhoop.org says Dwight, Dwight Powell averages 2.7 hits to the face per game. So, John, there you go. Uh, over to a game. So you are right. You can tweet this out that you are correct. And that source is cylinderhoop.org. Um, a few notes in about this game. And then I want to talk about the week ahead. Uh, Luca, I mean, first off early on, I love the Rockets uh, uniform court combo. Hats off to that. They didn't really do it justice because uh, the Rockets suck. But um, I got kind of a little, little worried in that first quarter because this is the type of game you have to bounce back. Like the Wednesday game against the Knicks, I joked about it never happened, but it happened. It sucked. We hated it. Hated doing. I hate doing pods after those games. Like those are the worst nights to do. Whenever you're doing a daily podcast in year five, six, whatever year we're in now, it's like I can handle off days. I can handle like weeks with no games because then we can have fun with it and everything. But the pods where they lose to bad teams by like twenty, and there's really nothing you can pull from. It's like Nick and I looking at ourselves like, hey, what'd you learn about it? I don't know. What'd you learn about it? What's your what's your takeaway? I, I don't know. What's your takeaway? It's just let's close the door on it, move on. You have to win the next game because you can't just erase the Wednesday game if you don't win the next game. And I was, I'm like, hey, they're gonna go into Houston. Houston looking to lock up that that uh that loss tonight so they can get the the worst record in the league right now. Which shout out to uh shout out to Garrison Matthews, my guy. My guy is down 15. They're literally about to be the worst record team in the league. Dude is throwing an off the backboard oop. I'm like, hey, enjoy life, bro. Like, I'm 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 glad that you are enjoying life, uh, losing another basketball, but basketball game. But you know, first quarter worried me a little bit, and then they just turned it on. They went on the run there at the end of the first, uh, second, they started uh stretching the lead out. And, you know, at the half, man, they were up by a ton. Re I mean, rebounding uh, advantage at the half. They were up 30 to 13 rebounds. They were just, I mean, Christian Wood obviously didn't play in this game. What would he have done to the Dwight Powell uh, extravaganza tonight? I don't know. Uh, Dwight would have probably dunked uh, on his head. But, I mean, that at that point, I mean, once they got up like 20, 25, it was just, it was a wrap. Then it's like, hey, this is the game. <clears throat> I was just scared. I was just worried, you know, can Dwight get to 30? It's all I cared about. And, um, but then, you know, they cut it. 
Uh, they cut it there under 20, uh, under 20 in the, in the fourth quarter, they had to put the guys back in Dwight Luca. Luca was just in, in control of this game. I mean, they put Bruno Fernando on him a few times and it's like, Hey, this is, I mean, I think Mark follow said in the game, he's like, that's lunch meat. Um, yeah, lunch meat, barbecue, whatever you want to say. Luca did not care about Bruno Fernando at all. And uh, yeah, I mean, Luca finished this game with uh, right at where is my box score tab? Here we go. Lucas, Luca finished the game with 30 points, 14 rebounds, six assists. He was five of 11 from three. Some of those threes were like nasty step backs, by the way. Uh, nine of 19 from the field. He's a plus 16 in this game. I mean, they're, they're just, they weren't, they weren't losing this game. Uh, Brunson didn't play in this game. Doran Finney Smith didn't play in this game. <clears throat> I would expect these guys to be back on Sunday, which we'll talk about just a little bit. Den Witty, 16 points. Obviously, we already talked about Dwight. Josh Green with the start, baby. Uh, man, Josh, Josh was fun tonight. Um, he had 10 points in this game. But yeah, Bertans just came in, uh, just flame throwing. Okay. I don't know what his three point percentage is going to be by the end of the year, but I think Nick and I was trying to put odds on if we could have a 40 percenter. Uh, from here to the end of the season, Bertans is probably not going to be that. I'm, I'm safe to say uh, he was one of seven from uh, from three tonight. But Trey Burke, man, like I know people have their opinions about Trey Burke, but the guy goes from not playing. He has this ability. He like won't play for three weeks, and then he'll play in a game. And it's like, all right, I guess the dude can just get buckets whenever he wants. And uh, he had 15 points off the bench tonight, six of 11 um hit a three in this game and it's like hey i just want you guys i mean we're past valentine's day okay we're into march uh if you forgot valentine's day i'm sorry if you're looking for a valentine just here's the bar you need to go for just find you somebody who can love you like harp loves trey burke because my guy my, my man harp loves trey burke every, anytime trey plays in a game that i'm listening to the broadcast harp goes out of the way every time to just praise Trey and just talk about how underrated it is, how special of a player he is. And I just love that relationship. It's fun. It, it's, it's almost like you could, you could wait for my, like, Oh, Trey's checking in. Here we go. Here we go. Where's the harp line? Bam. There it is. Uh, but no, it is really cool. I like both those guys. So I just play around with it and have fun with it. Um, I don't really have another, a ton of other news. I mean, we could go all day about the pick and roll game for for Dallas. I mean, that's their bread and butter. This is what they're going to do in the playoffs. Like, you know, they're going to have the shooters out there. It's when when times are getting hard, when it's crunch time in the fourth, you're going to get the roller out, you know, out next to Luca, high pick and roll, let Luca come off that, and then you have arguably the best best decision maker in the game with the ball coming off a of pick and roll and Luka Doncic, and you say, all right, make the choice. Like Luca will either drive in, Luca will hit Dwight for the perfect oop, or Luca will hit a shooter, and hopefully the open shot will go down. I mean, that's that's the Mavs bread and butter right there. And when you have a guy as good as he is at at rolling to the rim and Dwight and knowing the spots and everything, so um, yeah, I mean, I th I literally wrote down I was like, look up stats on pick and roll stuff, but we all know how good they are with that. Uh, I just want to real quick towards the end of the spot. This is gonna be a shorter pod probably, but. Um, <sighs> This week ahead, all right, so Boston's coming up on Sunday, and if I'm not mistaken, NBA.com, I don't want to get too far in this because then I'm going to get passionate about it and I'm going to get a little frustrated. NBA.com released their uh, MVP ladder, and um, I guess whoever did that list, I guess they've just had, 
they've only watched uh, Boston over the past two weeks and said, hey, Jason Tatum, man, he's killed it for two weeks. You know what? He should be uh, really high on the MVP ladder. I like Tatum. I like him a lot. I've said that multiple times that I think he's one of the best young players in the league, like him and Luka. Uh, like, I would put – yeah, I don't want to say and, like, do this. I would take Tatum over a lot of young guys in the league. Outside of Luka Doncic, Tatum is right up there in front of almost every, every single uh, player for me. He's probably right up there for – I think I would take him over Ja, probably. And I love Ja. Um, but he's not ahead of Luka Doncic in MVP race. What are we doing? Like what, how like nearsighted can we be? Like, or what I I'm just, it's just dumb. Like, I don't want to get into it. It's just dumb. I'm happy for the stretch he's on, but it's like Luka goes on the stretch, you know, in February. Now Tatum goes on the stretch and Luka's not even considered in the MVP race by some of these people. And then Jason Tatum goes on a similar stretch now. And they're like, whoa, is he an MVP? I'm like, okay, well, why did like Luca was doing something similar? Like, um, so anyway, he's not above Luca. They're out of their minds if uh whoever has Jason Tatum over Luca right now. So, but I think this stretch of games could be very, very important for us. Boston on Sunday, arguably, probably the hottest team in the NBA. Really good defensive team. Like they're playing amazing basketball. Brooklyn on Wednesday. They just they just beat the uh, uh, beat Philly. We all know that the Harden game, and um, yeah, they look they look good. I mean, when they have everybody like Kyrie, uh, Kevin Durant. Obviously, Kyrie probably won't play in that game, uh, but any team with Kevin Durant is uh, a scary team. And then you have Philly on Friday. It's the first night of a back to back with Charlotte on Saturday. It's fighting for playoff seating and spots and stuff. It's just a tough week. I mean, you have that those three straight Boston, Brooklyn, Philly all on the road, all in their arenas. How are we talking about this team coming out of this week? If they go in, and let's just let's just play the what if. What if they lose all three of those games against all three of those good teams, and they go into the Charlotte game on the second night of a back-to-back on a three-game losing streak? How do we feel about this team? Are we, are we like, scared? Are we nervous? Are we like, hey, they're not going to be able to get out of the first round? Or are we just writing it off saying, hey, those three teams are really good in the East. I think they'll be fine in the West. What if they go and win two out of three and the third one, they went down to the wire and you're like, wow, they're just as good as all these teams. Are we coming out of this week saying, I think they could be a sneaky finals team. Like, are they, are they going to the finals? I'm just, I'm so fascinated on how this week plays out. I want to see, I want to, I'm so excited to watch that Sunday game with Tatum, Luca, Jalen Brown, and Brunson, and Dorian Garden Tatum, and just in small ball possibilities, Marcus Smart. I'm so excited to watch that game, and really every game next week. But I think it could help determine what we think the ceiling is for the Mavs. And obviously there's a middle ground there. If they like win one, and then it's like a close loss to the other, and then they lose, like there's a middle ground to where we come out of the week, and we're like, oh, they who were, you know, like, yeah, that's who we thought they are. Or can it sway us one way or the other to where we're really worried or we're coming out of the week saying, hey, uh, where's the parade happening? Okay, I'm, I want to book my spot in, in uh, downtown. So um, anyway, it's a week ahead. That's Sunday, 2.30. I think it's 2.30 Central Time tip against Boston. And uh, should be a good tip for Slovenia fans. I could be wrong, but 
if you're in the comments, uh, in the YouTube comments, let us know if you're going to be watching that game against Boston. But guys, thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for being locked on the Mavericks with us. We'll be back after the game on Sunday, Nick and myself, and uh, we'll be excited to cover. Hopefully, we'll be excited to cover that game because uh, hopefully it'll be a big Mavs win. National TV, too. So I'm sure all the narratives will be firing off after a Boston. You can imagine if Tatum, you know, goes off and Luca has a dud game on national TV. Never seen that before. And the Mavs lose. And then everybody's like, oh, Tatum, MVP. No, Luca. Um, but it would be nice to see Luca put up like 35 on their head and win. And we're like, hey, so about that MVP ladder. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, have a good weekend. Enjoy your Saturday as you're listening to this. Enjoy your Sunday. And uh, we'll be back at it uh, for post game on Sunday afternoon. Peace out, guys. Boom.